mini-cast episode of Have a Seat, Conversations with Women in the Workplace podcast. I am your host, Deborah. So how are you doing? Let's check in. You know, it's mid-October as of this recording, 2022, and oh boy, the year, right? The year has just... Do you feel this way? You know, in some respects for me, the year has put on roller skates and just gone speeding down the hill. And then in other ways, it's actually still on roller skates, but it's facing an uphill path and it's slowed down. You know, it's forcing me to take my time, look around, maybe catch my breath a little bit, (laughs) pull over to the side, let all the other speeding skaters go by. Um, But welcome to fall, right? I think wherever or if you are in the uh, United States, it is turning into fall. And I know I know that it, depending on what state you live in, <laughs> it's either like winter has said hello, uh, has come to your door and officially shaken your hand and welcomed themselves into your life, um, or in the case like some of us over on in the western states, um, we're inching our way to cooler temps. So whichever the season, whatever the weather, I hope you are staying safe and finding time for some self-care as we go zooming into the holidays. Um, I that and that is what prompted me to hop on the mic before. Uh, if you are new to this show, occasionally I will hop on the mic myself and provide what I like to call mini cast episodes where. I read something, I have a conversation with someone, one of you submits a conversation topic, I just hop on, hit that big red record button, and away we go, and we just see what develops. Uh, If you know me, or you're familiar with my style of minicasts, I roll with it. They are rarely scripted. If anything, they are bulleted, maybe, Um, and then I just sort of let loose. So uh, sometimes they can be a little a little harsh. And if you have little ones in the room, then this may not, you know, always be the best option to have me on speaker. Um, but in other times I do try to rise above it a little bit, show some grace and clean it up. So again, you never know what you're going to get with me. So welcome to this mini cast. Uh, let's see. So what prompted me to hop on the mic, let's circle back a little bit to what I'm, when I mentioned the holidays, um, An email came into uh, my work email uh, brought to us by an organization, an outside organization we use to help us stay engaged because I am 100% remote. So they have a wonderful third party that helps us stay engaged and sends us newsletters like self-care newsletters every now and then. And it's, it's lovely. It's so neat to see these pop into the inbox. And this particular newsletter talks about um, how to host the holidays at your house, you know, just some helpful tips, not how to, excuse me, more like just some helpful tips to things to keep in mind to maintain the sanity level. Right. So I was reading through it and I really, I I really appreciated the advice they gave and the very few little tips. I mean, there's only about four or five on here. You know, they try to keep it concise, which again, I love. Um, But I thought, hey, while I was reading this, I thought, God, this can really translate into our work lives as well. For many of us, especially me and an admin as administrative professionals or at any role of that nature in the supportive end of your organization, that we we do, I guess, or we can sort of put on a host hat from time to time, and that looks different for everybody. So I'd like to share a few of their tips, but then translate them, like move, like revert them, reframe them, I guess, into a work setting. 
their first tip, so here we go. Their first tip was to, uh, as you go into the holidays and you plan those holiday events with family or family visits or, you know, maybe you have guests staying with you and all the fun stuff, right? Well, fun, you know. (laughs) Whether you chose to engage in the holiday season, sober or otherwise, is entirely up to you. Whatever gets you through the day, right? But as we head into the holidays and if you are called upon to, you know, again, host others or host a get-together or family gathering, Here are some tips that I am now translating into the workspace. So first tip, they recommend write it down. They recommend like writing down all the the guest lists, the dietary restrictions, um, sleeping arrangements, activities, uh, favorite drinks, timeline of events, even dress code if necessary, right? Well, I'd like to reframe that and I love it. I love that advice Uh, and I do do that like sidebar. I do do that. Um, like, for example, my sister came to stay with us for the weekend recently, and <laughs> I took out a scratch paper, and I wrote down all the little activities that I would love to take her to, like all the places. Of course, we didn't hit all of them, but we hit a lot of them, and it really helped to have it written down, because if you're anything like me, I will sleep between, you know, conversations or be- or between lists I make so or thoughts that I have, and I'll forget, oh my God, what did I say, where did I say I wanted to take her again? And so writing it down really helped me stay on track and helped me remember. So in terms of work, write it down. I know many of us, there are so many productivity tools out there. I am a fan of several. Um, And thank you to my fellow EA colleagues and partners in crime have turned me on to very, very, just so many that are really great. They have absolutely helped keep me on track. But if you're anything like me, the the good old fashioned grab a pen and paper or, you know, I have I have oodles of notebooks here at my desk at home because on occasion or just in the moment or it's so easy sometimes, sometimes, maybe not for everybody, but for me to just write it down and then I can maybe transfer it to my productivity tool that will help, help me like ping me, remind me, or I can dump additional information or documents into, but that quick in the moment ask or as I'm working, oh, oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't want to forget to do this. Just grab that pen and paper and write it down. Good old fashioned, write it down is my go-to. You know, I have a, I have a bonus question. I like to ask my guests on occasion, which is what is something you still like to do the old fashioned way? And for me, it's writing things down. You know, I will occasionally do that with grocery lists. If I'm doing a massive grocery haul, I do use my grocery app. But if I'm going like, oh, I just got to run to the store really quick for you know, two or three items, I will write them down because sure as shit, I will get to the store, get out of the car, walk into the store and stand there and go, where, what, what now? What brought me here? <laughs> so anyway, write it down. Huge fan of writing it down and, and, and reframing it into our work life. Sometimes it does require, or sometimes just grabbing that pen and paper and jotting it down quickly. It still rings true. I think that is still a tried and true tactic that should never go away. Immense, uh, even amongst the sea of technology, that one little t- um, task helper should never go away. It's what I use daily right? Write it down. Okay. And their next clue or clue, uh, their next tip (laughs) is they read, they frame it as meal prep. 
So whipping up some items like sides and desserts or, or drinks, you know, like, like mixed drinks like margaritas or sangria or punch or lemonade, like mix all that up a few days before people come. Like take that off your list. Let's not try to do that when people are walking in the door and you're, you're greeting people as you're mixing up the sangria, right? Do that a few days before. Save yourself the stress. How that translates into work, I think, can be the same. When I was in office and uh, meeting meetings that fell over a lunch hour or over the lunch like framing, you know, over the lunch lunchtime uh, frame, right? Like that time frame. Oh, we're gonna, you know, meet from between eleven and one. Like any any meetings that help that that's, that were during the lunch window. Thank you. Gee, I'm struggling this morning. I need my other cup of coffee. Um, if I knew that was coming, like you would set that meeting right months in advance, maybe weeks in advance, maybe a, maybe a couple of days. If you have any advance notice, if I recognize that it was going to be over a general work, uh, a general meal time hour or time frame, then I would touch base with the one who called the meeting, you know, as early as possible saying, would you like refreshments brought in and then make arrangements for that as early as possible. I know many of you are like, yeah, sounds good in theory, Deb, but doesn't always work that way. And you're absolutely right. I am right there with you. 110% as, as support staff, we know that is a dream scenario, right? We're told well enough in advance, we can order the food and everything comes. But if there's anything that we can do to help us in even even in our proactive steps to account for those last minute requests, they may answer, no, 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 we don't really need lunch brought in and then change their mind like that morning. You know what, Deb, on second hand, would it be too late to ask for some sandwiches? <laughs> you know, those types of requests. Um, there are little things I believe that we can do to anticipate those last minute requests to help make our life easier as we are go screaming into lunch ordering mode. What those are, I, I are going to look different for everybody. So I won't even dictate that to you or insult your intelligence by saying this is this and that is that like, no, you know what that looks like for you. But I am a huge fan of prepping as much as we can. And even if you do know, yes, it will, you know, we are going to offer lunch, please make arrangements. Awesome. Then set yourself up for success. I try not to treat that task as well. I can get to that later. I can, I can order lunch that week. No, even if it's something, I, it, little things I can do. So then when it comes time to ordering, it makes it that much easier. Or when it comes time, to, when it, when the delivery day hits, there's got to be little steps, little actions we can take to prep ourselves to make life easier for that day. We all have those EA colleagues and friends that are running around like chickens with their head cut off the day of. And you know, don't, don't act all high and mighty. You know, there are instances where you get called in to help this person because of course we're nice people and we do that and we want to help each other. But Hey, I know you think this cause I do on occasion. This, some of these things should have been done weeks ago. You know, <laughs> like there are certain things that, Oh, why are we waiting until now to do this? We could have knocked these things out like a week ago, maybe two days ago that, that will 
prevent us from not running around too much now. You know, running around is going to happen in, in, any, in any scenario. The best laid plans, right? We're always running around that last minute doing something, whether it's finding napkins, ordering more drinks, you know, uh-oh, they didn't want dessert. Now somebody wants cookies, you know. Uh, so there are those last minute tasks, certainly, but there are also things we can do to maybe help minimize those, those last minute tasks or to maybe help us not feel so crazy in the moment because I've done that. I've pre, I've pre-thought, well, this might not come up, but just in case it does, I'm going to go ahead and do X, Y, and Z. And sure enough, it comes up and I'm like, yay. I'm like patting myself on the back. Go you. I'm so glad you did that weeks ago because that's saving you the step. You know, you're still running around like a madman, but instead of running around 10 laps, maybe you've reduced it to seven. You know, hey, I'll take the win. So Prep as much as you can, especially when it involves, you know, any sort of meal, catering, that sort of thing. Again, for those meetings. Now, larger events that require, like, much more planning and catering, I'm not even going to go there. You know, that's event planning, and that's its own beast. I'm talking about those in-house meetings, you know, less than 20 people kind of thing, that sort of that sort of that sort of meal prep and planning the one that's a bit more controllable that you actually have more control over and it doesn't involve a planning committee that has to meet six months in advance okay (laughs) okay so the next tip is stress less over the mess their advice is make peace with the mess, right? Dur- when you have people over or during a get-together, things are going to spill. Things are going to be on the counter. Food's left out. Mess is in the sink. <sighs> it's okay. You know, it's okay. It's all a part of it, right? It's all. It's just all a part of it. That's how it goes. And so how I translate that into the workplace is stress less over mess. Again, our messes are going to look different for all of us. Whatever mess, quote unquote, means for you, just stress less over it. You know, there's some things you can control and some things you can't. And some things you just can't control until it's all said and done and people get the fuck out, right? (laughs) So, you know, in the conference room, people are eating, there's messes, the PowerPoint is going, people are, you know, whatever, what you know again whatever it is what it is at that point the meeting is going on or the all hands is going on there's no, the train is on the track running full speed there's nothing you can do don't sacrifice yourself and be a martyr and put yourself in front of the tra- in front of the train saying i can stop this right now no you can't sometimes I mean, sometimes you do, you know, you may have to be like, hold it, people, things are going sideways, you need to bring it back to, you know, bring it back to reality. Um, But otherwise, I honestly think, you know, that's 20%. 80% of the time, as support staff, you just have to sit back, put your feet up and go, let the train go, and we'll deal with the calamity afterwards, right? It's not worth crying running from the conference room, bawling your eyes out, heading to the bathroom, hiding in the stall. Hello, I'm raising my hand. I've been there. I get it. Because in the moment you just feel like, oh no, you know, I, I, I blew it or this is going sideways or this isn't how we, it's all right. You know what? It's all right. Because dimes to dollars, you may be the only one noticing that it's not going as planned because you help plan it, right? And everybody else is just enjoying the meeting and enjoying the lunch. And, oh, my God, you know, they put chipotle mayo and I didn't call for chipotle mayo. Or, oh, my God, they even put mustard and mayo. Yeah, whatever. Whatever the mess is, stress less over it and deal with it afterwards. There's nothing you can do in the moment. So just sit back, 
and relax, take it in, let it happen, and then debrief afterwards. Now, as with anything, sidebar, I completely understand this can't always happen. You know, every situation is different. Sometimes you do need to stress in the mess because you just have to. Like, there are things that need to get done. But really choose that accordingly. You know, uh, some we tend to just get stressed over everything. Oh, my God, a feather fell. A feather fell. A feather fell, you guys. A feather fell. Okay, just let the feather fall. It's fine. Is it gonna is anybody affected by the feather falling? Did anybody even notice that the feather drifted down? You know, so let's just I think you know what I'm trying to say. Stress less over the mess. We have enough that we app that we totally need to stress about. Let's be a little picky about, you know, what it is we need to stress about and save that stress reserve so what for what truly deserves our attention in that way, right? Okay. And then the second to last one is, well, not second to last, excuse me, um, tune it up. The next one is tune it up. And this one means what kind of holiday get together or party is successful without music. And you may be thinking, well, Deb, how is that? You know, well, if you're like me, I need some sort of white noise when I work. If I understand some people can't do this, you know, I mean, maybe you can wear headphones and that's, you know, that's fine because I know there's bullpens or open office environments, but tune it up, have something going. Sometimes that helps with the, with the one right before this, the stressing, right? I know for me, if I have some, my favorite tunes on and every day it's a different genre of music for me, it might be eighties one day, you know, um, classic rock the next, or maybe I'll just pop on a podcast. Maybe I just need to hear someone else talking. Um, so tune it up. Maybe there's something that will help. Don't forget, you know, or white noise. There are a lot of fans. A lot of you are fans of just, I just need like maybe the sound of running water, like the rain or a a babbling brook, or maybe like beach sounds or wind, you know, whatever that is for you. Let's not forget to, um, invite some of the auditory, senses into our workday that might help in whatever form that looks like for you in whatever way using whatever platform uh, you know I'm not here to wag a finger and tell you this is you need to do that no whatever that looks like for you we're all different and we all consume that type of energy differently I'm just here to remind you to consume it and uh, and it may not be necessary or required uh, every day but maybe you know hey dedicate Fridays to classic rock Fridays you know or, or uh, I love the age eighties and nineties Friday, you know, or something fun like that. Uh, as a sidebar to that, have fun, have fun at work. Work doesn't always have to be, you know, da da da. incorporate if you can and are able and are so inclined, invite in some auditory, um, pleasure, some auditory de-stressing that may help you get through the day. Okay. Next tip. They label this as drop-in hours, meaning so when you plan an event, instead of saying the party starts at five and goes until seven, you know, uh, make it open. We will be having a holiday open house from from the hours of five to 10. Feel free to come on by. Doors open at five and they close at 10. We'd love to see you come in, come in and stay the whole time or come for a few minutes to say hello. I love that. And honestly, if I received an invitation like that from my friends or family, I would be more inclined to do that than to feel like I am locked in to a certain time frame. You know, party starts at seven and doesn't end until 10. So don't think about skipping out early. You know, it's like, what? I think uh, after 2020, we the name of the game is grace and acceptance 
and awareness are some of the key uh, soft skills we need to have and possess both inside and outside of work, externally and internally. So having said that, drop-in hours. If those of you that are planning coming up, you know, planning holiday parties or, or um, gosh, any sort of holiday get-together, maybe formerly, formally or informally, maybe it's at an external site, maybe it's there in-house. I am just here. The reason why I like this is to just simply suggest maybe making it more of a drop-in style if you aren't already executing that uh, tactic already. I know many of you probably are. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But uh, for those of you that maybe aren't, maybe give it a try this holiday. Uh, There's many occasions to get together. So maybe, and and every occasion I understand, you know, you can't, you know, say drop in hours for every event, but maybe there's something that's a bit less form, less formal, a bit, a bit more informal, um, that you can try that out, you know, say, Hey, we're going to have a, uh, you know, a holiday open house from, you know, 11 to two, feel free to come on by, have some cider, have some cookies, say hello. And we just love to see you before we break for the holidays. No pressure, no pressure right? Uh, because we're, we're working in different work environments as well. So maybe for those hybrid, you know, folks, they can come in for a little bit, say hello, grab some holiday treats or, or do a gift exchange, whatever it is you have on the, on the agenda. And, uh, and then they can scoot on back to their homes and, and do what needs to get done. Or, you know, so I think just be cognizant of the fact that you have various different working styles now in your workplace, fully remote, hybrid, and all in office. I mean, it is a, just a mixed bag. And if you are 100% remote, I believe you can still do an office hour type vibe. I've done it before. Um, you just open up your whatever platform, whether it be, uh, you know, Slack, Team, Zooms, you know, WebEx, whatever, Google, Google Meet, whatever it is for you. And I've just opened it up, opened up, quote, the room, you know, so provided the link and, you know, maybe had some, you know, whatever it is for me, it was during a holiday time. So I had some holiday music playing virtually, right? You can set that up and you just open up the room and you just kind of hang out and you see people pop in, pop out, say hello, say, and I've actually also done that for going away parties when we were all, when we were all remote in 2020, it was a haste. Come say goodbye to so-and-so. We're having a farewell party virtually between the hours of this and this. Actually, it was like only an hour. For that one, I only did like an hour because who wants to hang out, you know? <laughs> who wants to leave their Zoom open for like three hours? Um, but it worked beautifully. People popped in. They gave their well wishes. Some stayed. Some, some left. I mean, because let's face it, meetings are still happening. Not everybody has. Even though they may want to stay, they may not be able to due to meetings or other schedules or just life schedules. So offering a more informal invitation, hey, no pressure, open house style, I think is a major win for everybody. I love that. I just, I think I'm a fan of that. And if you're face-to-face, I did, I've done that face-to-face as well. You open up the conference room or meeting space, you have everything set up and then you just let, you know, Hey, this will be open between 11 and two pop in. I had everything ready to go at 11 and then at two o'clock I shut it down. You know, it's kind of nice having that open office hour because I feel at the end time, it gives you more permission to shut down because you're like, Hey, I've been here for three hours. If you couldn't make it, that's on you. You know? (laughs) So, so when that end time came, I was like wrapping it up, you know, let's get the trash cans in. Let's start throwing things away. Let's start giving the food with people, you know, stragglers that are still there. Like, Hey, I'm closing it down. You want these brownies? They're yours, you know, kind of thing. So anyway, 
uh, drop-in hours for events as we lead into the holiday. Major win, major thumbs up if it is viable for you. Again, not every event can do that, but if you can, I'm a, I'm a, high, I'm a big fan of that. Okay, this truly is uh, the last one, you know. And this is really good, and I'm a huge fan of this. If you know me, if you have been listening to any of my mini casts, you know I'm a big fan of this. And they title it as Leave Space for New. Right? Leave Space for New. They say tradition is a pillar of the holiday season, but you never know what new traditions may start, so stay open to it all. Right? I, I've, I'm a huge fan of embracing change. I don't think or nor am I an advocate for a close-minded viewpoint. I am not a fan of crossing your arms in front of your chest and stamping your foot and saying, I'm not going to change. It's always been done this way. Don't fix it if it ain't broke, blah, blah, blah. I think that's dangerous thinking and that's unfortunate and sad, my personal opinion. You need to stay open and embrace change. Now, that's going to look different for everybody. I mean, I'm a huge, like, cheerleader for change. If there's, like, a change committee, like, hey, I'm on it. Like, yes, what's what? I want to learn something new. Let's change things up. Let's be innovative. Let's move the needle. That's to the extreme. I get it. So there's varying degrees of embracing change, and yours is certainly going to look different. It fits more to you, to your personality, to the way, again, you consume energy, to the way you consume new information. But just remain open-minded a little bit. Like, keep that door cracked. Leave space for new. Leave space for it, at least. Don't just close the door and go running off into the other room. Leave your door cracked a little bit and just see what develops. Just be open-minded. Embrace it in, in the best way you can and in your own way because you never know what magical or new or innovative or, you know, thought-provoking, needle-moving actions or policies or new processes might develop that you may actually co-sign on. You may think, hey, I know it's in theory I wasn't a fan, but actually seeing this happen, seeing the act, the actual, you know, whatever it is in real time, it's actually not that bad. And I see the benefits. You may surprise yourself. So be open to new traditions. Be open to new ideas, new suggestions. Uh, leave space for new. Leave space for new. All right. Well, that wraps up my mini cast for this week. Again, it, thank you for sharing your few minutes uh, of your of your day with me. I truly appreciate it. Um, I just I, we're going into the holiday season, and I I, I suspect that uh, if you're anything like me, you know you're 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 consuming this type of <laughs> advice quickly uh, and and in earnest. Uh, if you're like me, we do have some guests coming in in December, so uh, yeah, I'm reading articles like these uh, 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 any chance I get because I need the the constant affirmation and reminders. So I hope you found this a little bit helpful. Maybe I introduced some new ideas or maybe a new a new viewpoint of an old idea for you. All right, everybody. Well, as always, stay safe, be well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And we will see you next week. Stay safe and be well. And remember, keep having those conversations.